Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the GG God in Games podcast. I'm sorry, it has been way too long since I've released an episode, and that's not fair to you guys. I know I released a trailer, but I really should have been more on top of it with episode releases. And um, just as a side note, uh, if you get if you're getting any background noise, there's uh, a lot going on in my house. Um, my sister has a lesson for violin. Other people are doing other things. So if you hear any violin, that's why um, that is in the background. But hopefully it isn't too much because we actually, um, for my sister's piano, we just got a new Blue Yeti microphone. So I'm using that right now. I'm in a, a furnace room, got my phone on a tripod, got this Blue Yeti microphone sitting right next to me and it's awesome it's great i really enjoy using it and hopefully it makes the sound quality even better um so that uh you have a better listening experience but yeah it's been a long time guys and um i hope you guys aren't upset with me as you know i'm bad at um being on top of podcasting and um i hope i can get better i want to get better and i want to um, be able to uh, diligently release these every week so that you guys have fun content to listen to. But uh, on another note, this is probably going to be a really um, long episode because there's a lot to cover. Um, we're going to have a fantastic uh, Jesus Talk segment, and then we have a lot to talk about in the video game realm as well. So it's going to be a fun episode, and I hope you guys enjoy, and I hope you guys, um, you're just having a good week. Uh, I, today's Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. And uh, I hope you're having a great Thursday and uh, just really enjoying it. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into the podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is exciting. I can't wait. I'm so excited to be back, guys. I'm just I'm ecstatic. This is this is fantastic. Got my new mic going. Got some Christmas lights up. Oh, yeah. Christmas is right around the corner, guys. This is fantastic i'm i'm excited our for school they shorten our break from 14 to 10 days which isn't super like you know you're kind of like oh seriously that's not that's not great but um you know it's a break i'm really excited uh it's been so crazy what a crazy year and um i really i don't tend to err on the side of like people who are like oh this is the worst year ever i hate this year because in a sense this year saved me um God used this year, well, this year, but uh, this year didn't save me. God saved me, but God saved me through this year um, by just giving me a lot of time at home, and he brought me to Christ um, in this crazy, hectic year, and you're thinking, how in the world, but he did, and um, I, I gotta say 2020 has been the best year of my life. It's been crazy, it's been all over the place, but it's been the best year ever, and it will remain that because that's the year I accepted Jesus, that Jesus came into my life and changed it forever. Now I'm on the great um, adventure with Jesus through life, preaching his gospel and being a light for him. So yeah, I, 2020, um, for some people it's been really hard and I understand there's been loss and sickness and, um, I have some neighbors, um, who, or at least one neighbor who's really struggling, um, uh, with like COVID stuff and, uh, her, uh, one of her relatives, um, has it. And it's just like really tough stuff that is like going on in life. And like you think, how how in the world could this be a good year? So it's all over the place, um, for different people. But um, despite that, I feel like personally, it's been the greatest year of my life. And for other people, I can totally sympathize with how it's been the hardest year of their life. 
or the most difficult or like the most financially not upbringing and just like hard stuff in life um, that people have had to deal with this year, like getting laid off of work, losing loved ones, just losing someone in general. Maybe if you didn't even know them like very well, just seeing death and all of that is really tough. And it is just it's been a hard year as well. Um, but yeah, 2020 has been all over the place and I am guessing I'm not the first person to tell you that <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but, um, I hope you guys are getting through it and I, I pray that you guys, um, I pray that you are just, um, like looking to Jesus in this scenario because, um, really only Jesus can help you through it. I, I've been able to see that, that only Jesus can bring light and only Jesus can save us in these crazy, crazy circumstances. And I just hope you rest in that. And I want to rest in that as well. Um, even more and more, um, just because, you know, Jesus, he gives us hope in life and in hard situations I, today, especially it were just times where I was like, kind of like building up stress. And then I just like, yo, hold up, take a step back. Jesus is on the throne, man. He's, he's got it under control. This, this school stuff that you've got going, this is, this is just temporary. This is going to go away. Jesus is forever. And that just brought me so much peace. And I was able to just put on a good uh, the smile and just be happy because of that. So, yeah, I feel like um, Jesus, it's just he, he's the only one who can get you through 2020. And um, I'm probably not the first to say that either. Um, so today in our Jesus talk segment, um, I'm going to be uh, talking about a passage I just recently read. It's John chapter nine. And um, in this passage, um I'm probably, yeah, I'll probably read some of it um, out. It's a, it's a longer passage. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, there is one part at the end I do want to read. But to give you guys some background um, of what this chapter is about. So basically, Jesus, it's, um, the title is Jesus Heals a Man Born Blind. And um, pretty straightforward. Like, Jesus heals this guy who um, was born uh, without sight. And uh, that's really what the pod or the podcast, that's what this chapter is about is how he healed him. But there's there's more to it as well. Um, so um, basically, Jesus heals this guy. Right. And um, then uh, he like he does the thing where he spits into some mud and then he makes um, or he spits into dirt and makes it into mud and then tells him to uh, wash in the pool of Shiloh, which uh, means scent. And I'm guessing it was probably like something like a lake or maybe a little stream or something where you could like, you know, wash in stuff. And he's like, go wash there. I don't know if it was like a full on bath or like maybe just like his face. I'm not sure. Um, but it, it doesn't, that's not really important for this part. It basically says he, he went and washed and then he was able to see, he came back seeing. And, um, like that, that in a, in and of itself is crazy. Like generally you don't like see someone gen generally you don't see people like make mud out of their saliva and then put it on people's eyes. Like that is just like a little like strange, like, you know, why did you, why did you do that? But then for them to go wash and come back like that, that ne and then they come back seeing like that's never, ever happened besides here. Um, I mean, I, that my facts aren't probably like a hundred percent correct, but I'm pretty sure Jesus is the only one who's done that. Actually, I'm positive. Jesus is the only one who's healed someone with mud, um, healed their, uh, sight from being born blind. Like that's just great. That doesn't happen. And that's just, it's bananas. It blows, blows your mind that someone who like 
I sometimes I think about like, you know, what, what, what would happen if I went blind? Like how, how could I get around? Because uh, like sometimes when I'm getting into bed, like it's all dark. So I like feel my way around. I'm like, you know, I, I could, I could get into my bed from the bathroom if I was blind, like everything else. That's just, that's a toss up, but at least I could get into my bed and sleep. So, um, that's, uh, but to be born blind, like you've just grown up and you've never even known what it is to see and then to be healed, like that's crazy. And that just shows Jesus's love. That just shows how loving and caring he is and how much he loves others um, from how he just heals people and he shows love to them. Um, but he also doesn't just heal people. He he works through people and he um uses them i know he's um said this but to bring um glory to god like um like a glory to god's works and that's not the exact um uh like phrasing but like to show shine glory on god not to just like heal them out of love and he does do it out of love because he loves them but to like shine um light on god's beautiful glory and so we see he comes back and basically what happens is the Pharisees, and if you don't know who the Pharisees are, basically, like, imagine, like, the really stuck-up and snotty, um, like, leaders of the Bible, like, they quote-unquote follow the law all the time, and they're constantly singing out and praising God in front of other people, and they wear their lofty robes and go around preaching things, and they call themselves, um, we see the disciples of Moses, and, um, basically what happens is uh i can't uh like the jews are like they uh or i think the jews in this passage may be referring to the pharisees i'm not exactly positive but basically um this guy's brought before the pharisees the jews the the, the religious people and when i say religious i don't mean christians i mean people who um, their faith is in their works and how good they are. Um, the, there's a difference between um, Christians and religious people. Religious is just based on your works, and um, basically it uh, means God owes you. Whereas Christians, that's more like um, Jesus, you owe God nothing, you, or you, you owe God everything. And Jesus, despite that, paid for your sins and saved you. So there's a big difference. So they're religious people. Um, and they bring this, uh, this guy who's been healed before him. And they're like, they just keep asking him, but were you really born blind? But were you really healed? Like, did this guy actually heal you? Because the thing about them is they know, or at least it seems like they know that Jesus is Christ. He's the Savior. And... Um, but instead of going out and worshiping him like others, instead they want to, um, they, they don't want to be dethroned. Um, they don't want to have uh, their crown be taken. They want to keep their crown. So therefore they, maybe, they, they may know that Jesus is, their, Jesus is like the Christ he's come to save us, but they don't, um, they don't believe him in public. They, they won't worship him. They won't do anything. They still are centered on themselves and they, um, though they may know it, they don't, um, they don't believe it. And that's where like the thing, like some people are like, well, I, I know God, like I know of God, but to know of him and know him are two very different things. Um, to know him means you have a relationship with him. Um, 
yeah, so there's the to know him and then to know of him. But to know of him is like, yeah, like everybody knows that Jesus like was um uh he was like a person. He existed. And I know sometimes sin is like, oh, but was he really a person? But it, it's just a fact. It's a historical fact. So sometimes I struggle with that, but it's it's a fact and that's just sin trying to twist my mind. But Jesus was a human period. He existed. Then it comes to whether or not he was the savior of the world, whether he did all the things he said, or was he just a good person? And um, I could go into a whole argument, but I'm going to stick to uh, this um, text that we're talking about. Uh, but basically, like, they know, like, some people know, like, oh, yeah, Jesus, he was human. He came here. He did some good stuff. He died for my sin, like, casually. But some people are like, yes, I know that. I, I, I believe that. That is what centers my life. This is what keeps me going. And so there's a, a big difference. And the Pharisees are on the side of, yeah, they know of him. They know that he is the Christ, but they don't believe him. Like all the facts have been put in front of them, all everything, but they still have doubt. They still don't believe and they don't want to believe. They That's their thing. They don't even want to believe. They want him to not exist so that they can still be um, the disciples of Moses, the really high uppity people who um, are like, oh, the Pharisees, how perfect and pure are you? How unworthy am I? Like that, that's what they want to be. Um, and Jesus, he came and they're like, not, not in my house. I don't want that. But they don't realize that they're in God's house and they're accusing God's son. And they have like no grounds to accuse him and they have nothing like they are they owe everything to god and it's it's like just it's it's hard that um that's the choice they made that um they made that choice um when jesus was right in front of their eyes so um and sometimes even i, I pray i'm like god i pray that some of those pharisees if not all of them i mean the the chances are high that um, mo most of them probably died like hating Jesus with a passion. But I sometimes pray, I'm like, man, I w I pray that you change their hearts. Um, yeah. So the Pharisees are like, they, they just, they hate everything about Jesus. And, um, they, uh, they bring this blind, this guy who was blind, who's healed before him. And they just keep asking him. They even bring in his parents, like, was this guy born blind? And, um, uh, because they're, they, his parents said, yeah, he was born blind, but you can ask him that stuff. Cause we don't want to be involved in this because, um, they, they didn't want to get kicked out of the synagogue. Like they didn't want to have bad blood between them and the Pharisees, which kind of shows like they're not even willing to defend their son. Like that, that's gotta be hard on the guy who was just healed. Um, and then I'm going to start in verse 29 of chapter nine and, uh, actually so maybe i okay so well we'll start in um 18 so uh chapter 9 verse 18 the jews did not believe that he had been blind and had received his sight until they called the parents of the man who had received his sight and asked them is this your son who you say has been born or who who was born blind how then does he see how then does he now see his parents answered, We know that this is our son, in that he has been born, he was born blind. 
but how he now sees we do not know nor do we know who opened his eyes ask him he is of age he will speak for himself his parents said these things because they feared the jews for the jews had already agreed that if anyone should confess jesus to be the christ he would uh he was to be put out of the synagogue therefore his parents said he is of age ask him so for the second time they called the man who has been who had been blind and said to him give glory to god we give glory to god period we know that this man, this man is a sinner he answered whether he is a sinner i do not know one thing i do know um one thing i do know that though i was blind now i see they said to him what did he do to you how did he open your eyes he answered them i have told you already and you would not listen why do you want to hear it again do you also want to become his disciples and they reviled him saying you are his disciple but we are disciples of moses we know that god has spoken to moses but as far but as for this man we do not know where he comes from the man answered why this is a this is an amazing thing you do not know where he comes from and yet he opened my eyes we know that god does not listen to sinners but if anyone is a worshiper of god and does his will god listens to him never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of the eyes of a man born blind if this man were not from god he could do nothing they answered him you were born in utter sin and and would you teach us and they cast him out wow that that's just that's crazy that is a crazy part it it just how the pharisees are just constantly asking him, but how did he heal you what were, were you really blind how did he heal you parents how how did he heal him was he really born blind and then he eventually says i th i think this is just like hysterical and super sarcastic how he says this why this is an amazing thing you do not know where he comes from, and yet he opened my eyes. He's like, you. You're saying you don't know where this guy comes from. You're saying you don't. Um, you're saying you don't know if God has his hand on him, like he had on Moses. Yet he he's healed my eye. He's like healed my eyes, and um, I thought this this verse thirty two. Never since the world began has it been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a man born blind. And I think this just really blows. Um the idea that um like oh did jesus really do the or more like uh but was jesus just like a prophet or like he just did some good signs and stuff like that like he's saying that this has never happened ever like since the world began and this is only one of the many 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 miracles that jesus did so this has never happened in the history of the world and it's happening right now um on top of all sorts of other miracles like do you really think God doesn't have his hand on this person? And it kind of just destroys the Pharisees' argument to the point where they just say, you were born in utter sin, and would you teach us? And they cast him out. Like, they just, like, use, like, their just trump card, and they're like, get out of here. We, we don't want to talk to you anymore. You're, you're sinful. Get out of here. And it's just like, man, that you would be presented with the truth and cast it out. And that's what that's what we did. That's what we did. We are no different from the Pharisees before Jesus. We were just 
we were evil and we would have done the same things. But Jesus came into those of us who are Christians, came into our lives and changed us and brought us closer to him. And I feel like that's just just such a, a beautiful story of how we used to be so far into our sin, yet Jesus came and healed us. And then um, I'm going to end on this. So it says, Jesus heard that they cast him out, uh, verse 35. And having found him, he said, do you believe in the son of man? 36, he answered, and he answered, and who is he, sir, that I may be, believe in him? Jesus said to him, you have seen it, him, and it is he who is speaking to you. He said, Lord, I believe, and he worshipped. He worshipped him. Jesus said, for judgment I came into this world, that those who do not see my, who, that do, those who do not see may see, and those who see may become blind. So, some of the Pharisees near him heard these things and said to him, Are we also blind? Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, We see, your guilt remains. So this is a really interesting passage where Jesus, he comes to this man. He's like, Do you believe in the Son of Man, me? Without actually addressing it as himself. Um, even though he is the Son of Man, he's just not saying um He's not adding that on to what he's saying. And then the man's like, well, who is this? I want to worship him, whoever the son of man is. And he's like, you're looking at him. And then he just like gets down and worships him. And then he says this really interesting remark. He says, for judgment, I came into this world that those who do not see may see and those who see may become blind. Now, at first you think, oh, well, Jesus came. He healed this guy. And um, obviously he's talking about those who do not see, they see like those who um uh like those who uh those who were blind now they have sight and then those who have sight are now blind like it's an interesting remark um and at first i thought maybe like the people who are like being able to see those are the people who were in sin um which we all were but they came to jesus and they were brought out of it but then it says some of the pharisees near him heard these things and said to him are we also blind jesus said to them if you were blind you have you would have no guilt but now that you say we see your guilt remains and this actually brought me back to um i think it was sixth or seventh grade in my um Sunday, uh, 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 Sunday school. Yes. And, um, I was not a Christian at the time. Uh, I like quote unquote thought it was, I was a religious person. Um, but my hope was in other things like video games and stuff like that. But nevertheless, the example still stands. And what our teacher did is he like set up a big obstacle course. Well, big, but, um, he set up a bunch of things and made a little obstacle course. And he said, all right, um, one person is going to have their eyes closed. And then another person is going to try and guide them through it. And uh, it was pretty funny. Most people um, didn't make it. Uh, I don't think anybody actually make made it now that I think about it. Um, but, uh, like, I don't... Uh, like, some people, like, try to get people to fall over things. And, like, we were all... Whether we were the guide, um, whoever was the guide, we just, like, weren't great. And the follower was just at the mercy of the guide. And um, it got me thinking... You know, in order to be able to be guided, to have a guide, you have to be blind. Like, people who aren't blind don't have a guide. But people who are, they need a guide. Otherwise, they can't really get around. It's difficult for them to get around. And it made me think, maybe Jesus came into the world um, for those who see that they may become blind. 
those who um who see or who maybe because uh, we're all blind we all need a guide but those who have convinced themselves that they see that they may become blind um, and realize their blindness but come to jesus who can guide them and can be their only guide and who can guide them through all of the hardships of life and then those who are who were blind who knew their blindness but they convinced themselves that they see and that's that's why and then it goes and the reason i thought of this is because he says if you were blind you would have no guilt in uh verse 41 um but now that you say we see your guilt remains and when you're blind you have no guilt um or when when you're with jesus you have no guilt because jesus destroys all guilt because he paid for all the sins but if your hope is like um, for example in religion that you want to be a religious person when you fail that guilt remains and if you convince yourself that you you see your guilt will remain because you don't have a guide who can help you and who has paid for your guilt who's paid for your sin so um that's that's what i interpreted for that last part and um some of that is actually thanks to uh, timothy keller actually probably most of that is um uh i've been listening to a lot of his podcasts and they're oh my goodness you guys should check out that gospel and life podcast link because those those podcasts are fantastic and i highly 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 recommend that you um check those out but yeah so i really i just enjoy this chapter as you see um jesus heal this man show love on this man that um the glory of god may be displayed and people may worship god and um as you see that um like just how the pharisees how we were like the pharisees and we just denied all truth even when it was presented in front of us and how we are all blind and we need to guide so i'm going to end us in prayer and then we are going to get right into the gaming segment this is going to be a really nice long episode so i hope you guys enjoy all right dear god thank you so much um that i get to uh talk for these people i there i'm guessing there probably aren't i've been looking at the stats and there probably aren't very many looks like there aren't very many people still listening but despite that those few people that still do listen that still do listen to what i say and ultimately what you say through me um like w the words that you speak and you just use my mouth i'm not even doing any of this you're speaking through me um i I just pray that these words will go into the hearts of these people who listen and that they may be changed and those who are changed that they may grow in their faith as well and um, that they'd help me grow too. I'm not perfect and I'm not, I will never be perfect. Only Jesus will be perfect. And uh, just that um, uh, I will, uh, you'll just speak those words and change these people who listen so that they may come closer to you and help me to be a light for them as well and um, just be uh, just kind and loving and um, help me to speak um, words of life to the people who listen. And I pray that you will change the people um, who listen to this and everybody um, through your son, Jesus, because he is only our salvation. And God, I just pray as we go through the rest of this week um, that uh, we will just be filled with the joy of Jesus and that those who have accepted him, that they will look to that joy and that they will be filled with it as they see what Jesus has done and how much he has loved him. And for those of uh, us who are still searching, I pray that they will search and they will look and they will um, uh, look for your glory and that you will 
uh, reach your arm out to them because you are constantly pursuing um, everybody and you want everybody to come to you and that uh, Jesus will um, light up their life and that they will come closer to you and they will become a follower of you. Thank you, God, so much for this podcast. I love you and thank you for all you do. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, without further ado, let's get into our gaming segment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, without further ado, let's get into a fantastic gaming segment. We had an awesome, awesome uh, Jesus Talk segment where we talked about John chapter 9, and it was great. It was fantastic. Um, and now we're going to have a great gaming segment. So um, to be honest, as of lately, I've really struggled with um, addiction uh, when it comes to video games, like just thinking about it a lot, constantly feeling like, oh, if I just play video games, I'll be satisfied in the moment. But I don't realize that it Jesus satisfies forever. <laughs> that satisfaction lasts forever. And that video game satisfaction only lasts in that moment. And even sometimes it's not even, it won't even ever get to a second of Jesus' satisfaction, however long you play video games. And I've, I've just given, I've given that trouble up to God, whether like, you know, whether I should take, uh, like I should fast, take a break, how long, when, or the effects of it, all that. I've, I've just given it to him because why would you not give your troubles to the creator of the world who created everything? Why would you not give your burdens to him? Because he can deal with them all. He has power over everything. And he loves you, most importantly. He loves you um, so much. And he, he loves you so much, he sent his son to die for you. So why would you not give your troubles to him? So um, I recommend that if you're... I highly recommend... I use that uh, word recommend... Um, as like the, I, I so much more than recommended i um i like highly 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 encourage that you give him your burdens you give him your troubles um and that you will just let him take all of that because he will and he will take that off of you and if you've trusted in jesus you know he can and you know he will so i pray that you will trust in jesus and that um if you haven't and if you have that you'll give your burdens to him right away and if you haven't that you'll trust in jesus trust in the death the resurrection that you're a sinner and you didn't deserve jesus but jesus came to save you and jesus loves you that he died for you what he paid everything he paid um your physical death and your eternal death and every for everybody that he loves you so i i pray that you'll uh, just give your burdens to him that you'll accept those truths of jesus and that god can take your burdens and that that has just given me joy um in the moment it's just it, it, not in the moment forever it's given me forever eternal joy um just giving my burdens to him because i know he can deal with them so yeah the video game addiction has been hard but jesus has been greater and he has um, he always has come through and he's always given me the joy that I need and taken away the burdens um, if I give them to him. If I hold on to him, then he's just then I just keep him there and I don't, even though he can take them, I don't want to give them to him. But if I give them to him, then he will take them. And um, yeah, so God will take your burdens. He will take, that doesn't mean your life is going to instantly become better, but he will take those things plaguing your um, mental, um, your brain, your soul. He will take those if you've trusted in his son and believed in that beauty. 
and believed what Jesus has done. So yeah, that's that's been my struggles with video games as, as of recently. Um, but there's still been a lot of awesome things going on in video games, and I have a list. And I think since I've done I've done Destiny recently, and I've also been doing like uh, uh, for, Fortnite a lot too. I think I'm going to start with Sea of Thieves. Um, so that's where we're going to start, and uh, then we're going to go Sea of Thieves, probably uh, Fortnite, and then Destiny 2. So without further ado, let's get into that. and gentlemen so apologies if you're going to be getting any background noise um i'm gonna i'm trying i'm getting a little closer to the mic um i was listening and shouldn't pick up too much of it but uh the i think the furnace just turned on or something just turned on so if you hear like something in the background i think i may throw in some background music so that uh this doesn't sound too bad uh but that's what uh that's what that ba new background sound is going to be so yeah let's 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 get into this um gaming segment awesomeness that we're about to talk about so sea of thieves this is for any of you who don't know what this game is this is um it's a like a free roam uh pirate uh like oh, i i want to say role play but uh you're not really playing a role it's um you're kind of playing uh like the role of yourself and you're like trying to create like a reputation a legend um for this pirate that you are and uh so that's like the basis of the game you sail around the ship you can do quests for um there's some like factions called gold hoarders there's um order of souls which is like skeletons gold hoarders is like um chests and gold and then merchant alliance which which is like that weird one that uh is like some people like really like it and some people don't i personally I guess I really haven't done much of it, but I don't really care for it. It's not like... You, you don't really get that classic pirate experience by trying to, like, deliver crates to different people. Um, but, uh, yeah, so you have those factions, then there's some other ones in there as well. Um, and basically, you're, you're just making a reputation for yourself. And once you hit 50 in three different reputations, you get this thing called Pirate Legend. And it's basically... It's the as aspirational aspirational part of uh the game like what you're what you're trying to get to uh, pirate legend um and then that unlocks a whole nother set of the game but that's that's the basics and um i have a a crew that i run with some other buddies uh that i enjoy playing with and um we we had like we played a ton of sea of thieves at like the start of quarantine and then like into um into the summer and then i think after the summer we just kind of stopped and you know i'm like you know what we gotta get the crew back we gotta get the squad back together and i renamed our crew uh we are the crew of many wonders and uh i'm basically like yo crew how's it been going we need to get we need to hang we need to we need to do some sauce we need to we need to go be pirates and uh the crew was like you know what let's go let's go so last sunday we hung out and uh we had a blast uh currently sea thieves is having their update called fate of the damned actually it just ended um on uh yesterday um so now it's like uh, i think it's some christmas thing they're doing now uh but yeah it's called fate of fate of the damned and basically what it was was like you went around and you like killed shadow skeletons of different colors and hunted this uh, guy called Gray Morrow who was like in this other thing called Fort. Actually, he's in a lot of things, um, but 
he's like a watered-down version of the super insane boss um, in the, like, what you would call a raid in Sea of Thieves, the Fort of the Damned. And uh, so he was, like, hunting him. I don't really know the background behind it, but hunting ghosts. And uh, they had some awesome cosmetics. They had, like, really cool ghost-themed cosmetics. I ended up getting the sword in the flintlock because, um, I mean, we did it, like, three days before the event actually ended. Uh, but that's what I got out of it. Um, and it was super fun. Like, the quests were fun. Um, we were just dinking around, having a good time. My snipes in that game were on point. It was like, it was bananas. Like, I was just hitting those shots. And I I think uh, in one crew, uh, we went up against the galleon. I killed them five times. Like, each, I killed five different people. I killed five people. And there was only four people on the crew. So, like, I was hitting the snipes. And it was really, really fun. We had a really good time. Um, got lots of fun stuff. And, like, it was really fun to hang out. Um, but... With Sea of Thieves um, coming in, I believe, 2020, early 2020, I'm guessing, um, they're going to be uh, kind of changing how they do their content system. Uh, they used to do, well, they've, they've changed it up. They're, I think it's have, had three years of uh, gameplay and stuff like that. And uh, the first year, they kind of just did, like, almost like what you would call, like, mini DLCs. Like, imagine, like, Destiny DLCs, except for Sea of Thieves. And they released those, they were like really, um, some of them like had a lot of story to do with them and others it was just like, you know, it, it's whatever, it's just like a fun thing to do on the side. And then the second year, uh, which is this year, I believe, um, they did it more monthly updates. So each month we were getting updates, they were smaller, but they still had content with them. But it started with a, actually wait, no, this is going, this is coming on four years. So, um the second uh the second uh the first or the second so there's the launch and then there's the first year so the first technical year um you could say um like from launch to um their first anniversary that was like their kind of just random uh updates then from uh the start of their first anniversary to the second year uh, or their second anniversary, um, they like launched a bunch of like uh, tall tales. They introduced that system, and then they just went by monthly update. Uh, yeah, they went by monthly updates every month. And then this year, they did a similar system. And uh, but I th I feel like maybe maybe that it was like every two months or every other month um, for like the year of the second or the year of the first anniversary. And then the second anniversary, they like did it every single month. There was an update, and they're just small. And th that was really fun too. I really enjoyed those. Uh, so that's the year we're currently in. And then going into the third anniversary, um, we're going to be getting a whole new system. And this is like a very familiar system. So like, if any of you play Sea of Thieves, I'm not sure if you do, but if you do, um, and you play like other uh, battle royale games uh, you are definitely going to be familiar with this season or season system um and it's seasons they're adding um seasons into the game so um next year it's going to start with uh sea of thieves season one and it's basically going to go there's three months in a season and then you're going to get uh, a, a plunder no it's uh oh there's a word there's a word that oh man i can't think of the word i think it starts with an r but it's basically like this new reputation except i believe it goes up to 100 instead of your classic like 50 or 75 or something like that um 
and uh, so it goes up to 100, and basically every uh, like rank up you get, uh, I I I don't know how the XP works, but um, you're it's like a battle pass, just like more a Sea of Thieves take on it. And then if you want to get like additional like Pirate Emporium stuff or uh or like stuff that would be in the pirate emporium i'm guessing uh then you're going to be uh you can purchase the plunder pass which is like a new um i think i don't know how many extra levels it is but i i feel i want to say 25 but i don't think that's right but basically some extra level levels with some more cosmetics uh, but the actual battle pass the 100 quote unquote tiers um that that's like free no payment and then their seasons are going to be three months and throughout the season there's just going to be um like a big kind of overarching like theme slash story and everything within that season is going to um revolve around whatever that theme or story is i'm guessing and uh well i think they did say that it's like just like an over it's like a one uh the season is like one big story or uh, something probably to contribute to the greater story i'm guessing uh but uh it's going to be one uh like everything is about this one something that's going to happen kind of like uh like your fortnite and your apex and your uh i think pubg i'm not i've never played pubg uh but like just like a seasonal system except it's going to be for adventure um they also announced that arena it's going to still exist but since people just don't play it i think they said like what was it 88 percent of their players play um like adventure and only like 12 actually play arena or something like that like a really small percentage they're like we're just not going to put a team on it anymore um what the the final arena is or the arena now is going to be the final arena and um i don't even know if they're doing i'm i'm guessing they're like uh, like fixes are going to carry over from adventure to uh, arena otherwise i guess like there could be like some glitch and then arena is just broken but i think they kind of realized that that was just kind of like a, not a fun game mode like some people really enjoyed it um but others is just like oh my gosh like i did not like playing that because like you would just it, there was like no skill-based matchmaking so you would just like have this one team that would just destroy you and like if you were in a random crew like people would leave um and like they're like i generally i don't talk i don't talk with other like random people only if i'm like in a party uh with like friends and stuff so like that's like an extreme disadvantage for me um because i don't know what the rest of my team's thinking and they could be doing one thing while i'm trying to do another and um it, it was just like really not it, it was a I, I like the idea, but it just it didn't end up um, working out um, for them. So now it's going to still exist. It's just not going to get updated anymore. And I think that's good. That means that um, the Sea Thieves content updates in Adventure are going to be like way, way better. So I, I'm really excited for that. Um, and I'm definitely I'm going to be checking it out, hopefully uh, seeing what's going on over in the Sea of Thieves realm when that launches um, and then playing some with my crew as well so yeah sea of thieves um getting their uh 2021 they're going to have an awesome new system which uh, includes seasons and that's going to be really exciting so i'm excited to see um what that all entails so i believe i said uh fortnite was up next so for fortnite uh that that's a big one that is going to be who this is going to be great all right so um in a couple seconds i'm going to grab a drink of water and then we are going to get right into some fortnite (music) 
All right, ladies and gentlemen, I got my drink of water. I'm ready to get going. All right, so Fortnite. Fortnite, I think, is probably going to be probably the, mm, I don't know, I'm, I'm going to say. It's going to be the biggest announcement on the show today. Uh, so Fortnite, just, I, I believe it was two weeks ago, um, I think it was December, oh, December 2nd, I think, is when we got our brand new season. Season 5. Um, uh, something, uh, wow, I, uh, something about the zero point. I think it's just, it may just be called zero point or something like that. But season 5, so, whoo, they, oh my goodness, there's so much to cover. I don't know if I'm going to get it all in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so season 5 has to do basically... Um, I watched the live event, and it, that was really cool. It was a fun event. So basically, Galacticus, he came. He smacked the Helicarrier. Who knows where that ended up. And uh, basically, Iron Man, he had us all, like, uh, get in these battle buses. And um, he, like, decked them out so that they could, like, fight against um, Galacticus. Because he, like, would send, like, he sent, like, will look like millions of his, like, uh, oh, I forget what they're called. But they're those, like, huge, like, triangle, like, robots so he sent a ton of those after um us in the battle bus and basically we went we destroyed those um thor came and helped us wolverine came and helped us and eventually um all of these uh like tony stark uh, like took us out of the battle bus and then um all of the battle buses like went into galacticus's mouth um and then he basically exploded um but what he did was he actually extracted, and if you remember from season, uh, well, I forget when it was actually added, but basically there was this thing in the center, the zero point of the map called the zero point. And basically, I I believe it it's the power source of the map and uh, or something like that. But uh, if you remember, uh, what happened was a bunch of rockets came and they destroyed the zero point in the original map which is why we just got like ejected from the map um and so then that map i don't even know what happened to that map but i think it got destroyed and um and now we were on a new map and basically galacticus just took the zero point out and now it's just hovering in the center of the map and what's even crazier is like all of that um like around like the ruins risky reels is actually like hanging in there but salty like got turned into salty towers um and there's like sand um like this all these sand dunes um and like these crystal rocks it's like super like trippy um and uh basically like he just extracted that now that's hovering and um then we like get uh there was a cutscene where jonesy so um if you don't know who jonesy is he's like the iconic like Fortnite, I mean, there's a lot of iconic Fortnite characters, but he's probably the most original iconic Fortnite character, um, just because he's been around for a while. I think he he was one of he was the like original one of the original noob skins um, back in the day. Like season, we're talking season one, chapter one, and uh, so he's been around for a while. And basically, this is like a Jonesy in a tux, and he was he he can talk, and he was talking to this person, and basically uh, this person was like, "Don't." let anybody leave the zero point um and we don't exactly know if that's referring to us or if it's referring to something else or something like that but uh nobody should leave the zero point and um basically what happened is jonesy he like went and turned on like some um 
I don't even know what it was. It was like a big room. There's like a lava pit, uh, except there wasn't any lava. It was just like a huge hole. And uh, basically he was like turning it on and then he like got sucked in. But instead of like, uh, like trying to get himself out, he just let himself go down. And basically he brought like, he came into our world. We don't actually have him as a skin, but he's bringing in all of these bounty hunters. So we got Mandalorian who whew, just very nice with baby Yoda. Um, so he's he's in there. He uh, got Mancake, easily the best skin in the battle pass. Um, who's like a, a pancake uh, cowboy. He got uh, this uh, some like shapeshifter. Um, got uh, like a like a robot girl who can like transform into a robot. Uh, got a centurion who like has these super crazy styles, and then uh, got this uh, other. Well, she, he, he got like one, uh, like girl who's like in a, like, she kind of looked like that one character, like really heavily armored, um, up like tons of armor on. And then there's like this anime girl who, uh, like can transform into a robot. And, uh, so he brought all of those uh, people here and so far since then has also brought in, um, oh, Kratos from God of War. And so he's bringing in all sorts of different bounty hunters, but I'm not sure why. So you see, um, like he's bringing them in, but what I can't tell is if they're trying to hunt us or if there's something else in the island that like wants the zero point. Because this zero point is obviously a huge source of power because like Galacticus is gigantic, um, like, I don't even know, alien robot guy. Um, huge dude came and like sucked it out of our island or at attempted to and um like why 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 is this zero point why do people want it and um and or why do like these powerful beings want it and is there something else in our island that we should be worried about uh because i don't know about you guys but like i i've grown kind of accustomed to this island since our last one got exploded so like I, I don't really want to go to another island um but well, we probably will um but like just like wh what's all going on and then the there's like this lady talking to jonesy till he like set the phone down um and basically she said don't mention the seven and so the seven are a big topic uh they specifically in chapter one um because when we we saw the we saw a huge rocket go at the zero point and then seven other smaller rockets go at the zero point and they were trying what seemed like to destroy the zero point but they like kept going in and then like rifting out and then going back in if my me uh, memory recalls correctly and like just like really weird um what was happening um and the seven is what's to believe is the seven secret skins um in chapter one so i can't list all of them off the top of my head but there were a bunch of secret skins um and the two i know which are probably the two most um important and i mean that's fortnite lore eric um but uh like it was the visitor who came in season three and he was a secret skin for um uh, for that season and then it was the scientist who I actually ended up getting in season X who's basically like a super bulky think of like doom slayer from doom um, but like in Fortnite, wearing all black 
like uh, version of the visitor. Um, and I, I feel like the seven is like the secret organization. There's a lot of theories I have about this, but I feel like these, this Fortnite, like this, like gigantic ocean that seems to never end and never run out of islands um, is like this, like almost like in, uh, I think maze runner where like they're putting people in here um, to like fight and survive and stuff like that. Um, but like, there's this like controlling power that, um, is like controlling them, uh, in a sense. And like, if it's something like that, because basically Jonesy went from one world to another and we don't know where that world was, but it was like a secret base or something. It seemed like that. Uh, but there's a lot of weird, um, theories, uh, like that you could come up with uh but yeah fortnite season five and it's really cool um there's all sorts of they added a bunch of npcs they added a system called gold where basically um you can um like get gold from all sorts of different things um you can get like from kills from hunting other people by placing bounties on them and then gold you can like trade and buy and place bounties and even hire um these npcs all over the map um it, it's it's a really cool system and your gold like saves um it's like an account based thing so like i'm sitting at like a 1100 gold or something like that um so it saves across games and uh then there's um the mandalorian who is actually just a like a hostile boss you can't actually talk with him and he it uh, came with his super dope sniper um which is really good and his jetpack which is really cool as well um and so he's, uh, those are the mythics in the game. And then they added exotic weapons, um, which is like even better than mythics, I, I believe. Um, and basically you can only buy these off NPCs with gold and it's like the rarest, um, the rarest, uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, rarity rarest rarity rarest items are these mythic items and i um i really only ever go to mancake who's like this pancake guy who has like this little like um he's got a little like oh restaurant yeah i think restaurant the butter barn and it's just like a fun place i go with um generally my cousin and my dad or whoever we're playing with um just because mancake is just it's like one of those fun like um fish sticks and peely like just one of those fun food skins that yeah, they're just they're just great um and so we go there um a lot of the times but there's all sorts of npcs and you can place bounties on people and it like shows you where they are and if you get eliminated or if they get eliminated then you get gold for it um and it, it's just it's a really cool season overall um I think it's it's just been a it's a really cool season and I'm excited to see there's like theories that Master Chief is going to get added and I'm like ooh if I had money would I cop that yes I don't know <laughs> but yeah Master Chief's getting uh, added that will not that not confirmed but uh that may happen and that's like just really cool that they're going to be possibly adding like these really iconic um uh these characters in like the gaming realm so yeah it's a really cool season they've um their uh addition with disney plus or their deal with disney plus getting mandalorian that was really cool and mandalorian if you haven't been watching i know this is a sidetrack off fortnite but it's it's really good right now there's oh there's all sorts of stuff i'm not going to spoil it uh but um mandalorian is pretty nice and you should if you have disney plus or thinking about get it i highly recommend season two season one um, I heard it, uh, or I watched it, it, um, compared to season two, it's nothing compared to, well, I guess it, it was, it was good. Uh, but, um, 
what I've uh, heard is that like they just didn't have a big budget, but now they have a huge budget because it did so well. Um, but yeah, it was uh, Mandalorian season two is really great. But yes, Fortnite season five, the zero point, I believe that's the name is, is really cool. And I, I highly recommend you check it out. It's, it's really, it's, it's been a fun one. Uh, definitely one of my, if not my favorite out of uh, the five we had, and I say that almost every season, except season three, season three was not good. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, that's, um, it's, it's a really good season. I recommend if you play Fortnite, you check it out. All right. So we're going to end the show with destiny two. So without further ado, let's get into destiny two. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're tired of hearing my voice, I apologize. I, I'm glad I'm giving you guys a longer episode just because I really haven't given you guys much lately. And my apologies. I'm sorry for that. And I hope you enjoy. I hope you enjoy the long episode. I hope it lasts you a while and that um, you uh, can listen to it and that you'll, that you'll enjoy it. Um, yeah, so uh, this will be a longer one. So if it takes you more than one day to listen to it, if it takes it, you one day, great. But if it takes you more, um, I do not blame you. This is definitely a long one. And I'm going to try and figure out a day since we're going to be online until like next year. Well, that, that that sounds like it's a while, but really just like till the end of this month. Um, that's including break. Uh, I, I want to figure out a good schedule because if we go back to full five day um, for school, I just, uh, I don't know. I'm going to do the podcast I'll probably try and do a Saturday but then it's like oh Saturday is like my free day but I I want to do this for you guys I want to do the podcast so uh yeah we'll see that's that's in the future I don't need to worry about that right now uh but yeah so without further ado let's get into destiny all right so destiny 2 um they um why I'm talking about them uh or why I'm going to be talking about destiny 2 is because as of Tuesday they released their um their new Xbox or their new enhanced version of Destiny 2. Now, um, if you don't have a uh, if you don't have a next gen console, this may not be as big of an like news to you, just because you know, like you're you're not actually really getting um, this first part of uh, uh, what I'm going to be talking about. Uh, but it may be um, cool to listen to, just like uh, a review of what it's like. So I haven't actually played on the updated version and if you had to um if you do have an x-gen console and you had to update for it uh you had to like update the entire game like you had to or not the entire game but like uh excuse me um you had to like reinstall basically the entire game to do the update so it was a big update because they added texture packs ray tracing um 60 frames per second all of that so um i it's it was a big update and i actually i haven't gotten to play with it yet um uh my dad has really been using it and i don't blame him it's his console and i'm i i enjoy watching him play it as well um but i haven't actually like been able to you know like feel it out for myself um but uh it looks really good like at first i was like kind of like but does it really look different but like i've kind of realized like uh it's definitely it's it looks way different because they've just added so many new textures they've been able to do so much with ray tracing that it really just it makes those like lights really light and those darks like dark and um all sorts of like colors and stuff it's it's fantastic um but like the actual the 60 frames per second 60 frames per second what i've actually 
heard from my dad because we've talked about it um a fair amount and he just says it just plays so much better it just feels it feels different because it went from 30 frames to 60 frames and if you have if your tv can do it it can do 120 frames in crucibles only um but like he just says it feels so much better it like just playing the game it just feels smoother and um you now you can have a field of view slider as well which is really great like it just really opens up your screen um and actually when you ride your sparrow um this is just on since our uh tv can't really handle all of it um it like will like kind of the the like screen like isn't able to like kind of get all of the i don't even know what it is but it like doesn't look great it's like really pixelated at the bottom um um but that's just because it's so good it's just it's fantastic um <laughs> but like it's uh just uh it's a really uh he says it just really plays really well and uh he could like never go back to um playing 30 frames which isn't good for me <laughs> meaning i'm gonna have to uh be playing it when he's not around in order to um actually get a legit review on it but yeah it looks really great and um i'm excited to uh, uh play with it and um see how it feels so um the 4k um 60 frames update the next gen update is really great um and it's looking really it looks really good for destiny 2 um and then with uh, this week we actually we got a brand new quest so this is the hawk moon quest now if you're not a destiny one player um you you're like oh hawk moon why is everybody talking about it and um uh the uh the notorious infamous hawk moon um <laughs> is a hand cannon uh an exotic hand cannon that back in the day used to just destroy and here's why like Normally the gun, like, you know, it's like, oh, that's just like a good gun, like, um, overall, um, but it had these two perks and I can't remember, um, exactly. So don't quote me on this, but, uh, I know luck in the chamber was in there and another perk where basically one shot in the mag just dealt crazy damage. Like it was absurd. Um, and, uh, then it also had another perk, which was like its intrinsic perk. And I can't remember if luck, I think luck in the chamber was just like, um, uh just a like standard perk that could go on all guns but it had luck in the chamber and it had its intrinsic perk which its intrinsic perk i can't remember exactly but i'm pretty sure did like the exact same thing um so basically um on that rare occasion you could um uh if those two perks would like land on the same bullet because it didn't its mag size wasn't crazy and if it landed on the same bullet you would one shot i can't remember if his body shot or headshot but you would just destroy people if you got like that random uh uh that random uh bullet shot um uh, or that random stacking of those perks onto one bullet and that's that's why people liked it it was just like the the luck gun like i i i'm not i'm not one who really believes in luck in the sense that like you know god he he has control over everything so nothing that happens is like oh that came out of the blue i mean to us it can be like that but god has everything like he's controlling everything so even though some may think that's really lucky um it seems like luck to us but really god like everything happens um and he knows everything and he's um uh, planned out everything to happen the way it does um so luck is like not um not really something i believe in like oh my gosh that was like just good luck no like god he you know he uh 
he was like, you know what, uh, this is, I, I want this to happen for you for this reason, this reason, this reason. Um, but to us, it can seem like luck. And this gun, it seemed like luck for, uh, especially um, for those, uh, or yeah, it just, it looked, it, it, it just was like a really fun, like just random, like kind of bullet thing. Random. I like that word better. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was just a, a really cool gun. And I don't think actually, I got to play with the gun back in D1, but I don't think I got to play with it when it was like good. Um, so I'm not, cause I think they like change it. So like the bolt or the perks couldn't stack. I'm not sure, but, um, yeah, it was just, it was a crazy awesome gun and they brought it back. So in season of the hunt, it's one of the season of the hunt, um, exclusive exotics. It's like the one that isn't in the battle pass, um, and uh so how they changed it um i i haven't like gotten to look at all the perks but i know what the intrinsic perk is and it's called paracausal shot or paracausal shot something like that uh because the lore changed around it as well at least i believe so um because aldrin i haven't finished the quest i'm almost done uh, but Aldrin, uh, Aldrin Sov, or um, the Crow, as he's now known, who has this whole backstory that I'm not going to get into. But basically, this guy has been having these dreams about this hawk, and then sees that the hawk's actually real, and it's believed that this hawk is like a, um, like one of travelers, uh, the travelers' dreams that uh, the Crow is like experiencing in like some weird way. But it's like cool, and basically, um, now like, it's like. I don't even know, I'm not sure how it works, but basically, Crow helped us get this gun in one sense, and we, like, helped them figure out why he was having these dreams and stuff like that, and so there were these things that you get called paracausal, paracausal feathers, something, I don't, I'm not sure if I pronounced that right, but basically these feathers that you go around and find for, the, like, the first half of the quest, um, and uh, it's, intrinsic perk is paracausal shot where basically i think your just your damage uh, or your headshots will like stack this um buff and then like this buff uh i don't know how exactly you do like distribute the buff um but uh i think it makes like the last round or i think the last round just generally deals uh more damage or something like that um of like i don't know if it's the mag or if like that full gun i would think it'd probably just be the mag uh but um yeah, so basically, it like you can still kind of get that effect where uh, you can one shot somebody. At least I believe so. Uh, but it's not like that, like fun, like oh, is it gonna happen? Is it gonna happen? Oh my gosh, I just like one shot headshot this guy with a hand cannon. Like it's not like that, which which stinks. And they like said they like were reworking the perks, so like it's like not random, um, which which stinks. And I've heard that it's, uh, or at least I read an article and uh, the guy who wrote is like, yeah, people are saying it's not great, but it's going to be a fun gun. And I'm probably going to be using it. Um, so if you do have the season pass for season of the hunt in destiny 2 um you can go get that one it's um it's you don't actually get a quest marker i realize you just have to go to spider and it should be like in the bottom of his inventory um and i like completed uh if you've been doing your season of the hunt stuff you probably don't have to worry about this but i thought i had to like complete like the first part of the quest which you may have to i'm not sure um because i don't think i actually check spider until um I'd already completed it, uh, or I think I, like, tried to check Aldrin or something. I, I did something wrong, uh, but I ended up getting the quest, and how it goes, I'll just give you a breakdown. So you have to find five feathers, and, um, if you, if you're, like, one who, like, likes to find things, um, there's, like, a riddle in each one, and, um, 
uh so then you can like try and solve the riddle in like some of them like i'm like i would never guess that uh just because like it could be anywhere in the system um but uh for those of you who like really are like oh, i just want to get the gun um I, if you like figure out, if you like watch a video and figure out where the feathers are, like, I think I did it in 10 minutes just because the load times are way faster and I got all of the feathers and I was already on the second half of the quest. Um, so then you do the feathers, then you have to do like this mission where you find the effigy of, uh, the Hawk moon and, uh, like kind of, I, I didn't actually do the ruinous effigy quest. Yeah, I probably should have done that. Uh, but, um, you find the effigy of the hawk moon and then you have to like go generate 50 orbs or orbs of power so from your masterwork weapons um as well as your super um so you have to go like pick those up not generate them but actually pick them up um and then uh so if you like if your super's charged you can't pick those up so make sure you're using your super um so you go you get 50 of those orbs then you go back uh you do another mission and then you go um oh what was the step? Oh my goodness, guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, so you go do the orbs, then you go do an, the another mission, I think. Or maybe you don't do a mission after that. Then I think you just go talk to the crow. And then um, there's another step that I'm forgetting. Uh, maybe you go talk to the crow, and then you do... Oh yeah, you go talk to the crow, then you do a mission. And then another mission, which is like in the same area, but it's like you're kind of like discovering something or wait no no it's a different mission it's in the edz and it's really cool it's got some really like interesting lore behind it and i'm not going to spoil it for any of those for any of you who are actually doing that quest um so uh yeah then you do another mission and then the the like i was like waiting i'm like okay what is the quest step going to be that is just going to be not fun and um it's the one where for some reason it's charged but like you have to go do another quest step because you know like that's just how it works um you have to either kill 31 champions or 200 guardians yeah mm. yeah not going to be fun but I feel like I know some people are probably looking at me like you're crazy. But like if I'm like doing well in Crucible, because I actually recently just copped that Not Forgotten, uh, the, the cheating way. Um, but I got the Not Forgotten. And uh, so I feel like maybe I, I have a better shot in Crucible just because like champions, like you have to do strikes over and over and over again. And I'm not even like high enough to do strikes. Um like at that, uh, like where you're actually getting champions. Yeah, I really haven't been doing my power. But maybe I'll, because it's not like one where you like have to pick one, otherwise you like restart. So I'll probably like play Crucible, try and power up, and then I will uh, go and do the rest in strikes. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's the final part, and then you go and do a mission at 12:20. So it's like for those of you who are in the power like behind. Um, it's going to be a little bit more of a difficult mission and I'm like, Oh oh no. But, um, and then after that you get the Hawk moon. So, um, it's, it's, uh, I've heard the guy who I read his article, he said it's probably his favorite lore in the game right now, just surrounding the Hawk moon. I mean, it's interesting. Like this guy who literally killed Cade, um, is like getting dreams from the traveler and it could not be a better gospel story. Like someone who committed, um, like murdered someone um yeah like literally murdered someone um that uh they like were reborn into the light and now they're literally like experiencing the dreams of the quote-unquote god figure um in uh 
and I mean, it's not a perfect God figure. Only God is the perfect God figure because he's God. But the traveler who like is kind of like um, God in that uh, game, like takes on that uh, role um, in a sense. And he's like literally experiencing his dreams. So like it's 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 there's some really um, some biblical, some cool biblical stuff you can pull out of there. So yeah, uh, really cool quest. I'm really excited to get the Hawkmoon. I'll probably do a review on it whenever if I get it. I'll, I'll, I'll get it. I'll get it. Um, and uh, I'll do a review on it. Hopefully, hopefully I'll get it. I don't know if I'll get it. But if I do get it, I will give you guys a review. So yeah, that's Destiny 2's um, stuff. Uh, that's what's been going on in that game. And guys, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Today's podcast was a great one. It was really long, but it was a great one. And I really enjoyed it, and I hope you guys enjoyed as well. I hope you're liking the new mic. Um, I don't have a pop filter, so I'm kind of like I've been moving my head. So if like sometimes you're getting like this audio and sometimes you're getting this audio it's because i don't want to like say like into the mic because that's not going to sound good uh so like i kind of like move my head back and forth so if there's um audio um issues make sure to email me um if you're like uh uh, or uh paradise i'm not sure about that uh but uh yeah that's that's going to be the episode um i hope you guys enjoyed i hope you are having a great week look to jesus just uh, strive for Jesus because he brings me so much hope and he will bring you so much hope as well. And for my Christian friends out there, keep pursuing him. He gives you life and hope and he's fantastic. And for the, for my friends out there who are trying to find Jesus, um, just just pursue him. Look for him and he will change your life. Um, just be praying. Pray, pray, pray. And read, read, read. Read the Bible. Pray. Um, just talk with God. Figure out or just talk with him. You don't have to you don't have to be anywhere in anything to go and ask God and accept Jesus. You just need to do it. So I I highly that I'm not even going to do that. Go and ask Jesus into your life. Go I mean, yeah, just go and confess that you're a sinner and that Jesus has saved you and he's died on the cross for your sins and that he loves you. He loves you. He loves you so much. So, guys, have a fantastic week. Thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah, paradise out. Take care, guys. Peace.